everybody, it's Synthesis with All About Life, aka Cynthia, and I am so excited for all the information I have to share with you guys today. So, let's get into it. Couple of details I want to share with you. Um, these are vendors that will be attending this weekend, and one in particular, her name is Miss Willa Jackson. She is a jewel ambassador for Rain. This is a sanitary napkin company. So, women, I highly suggest that you contact her. You can actually find her at naturalpadsforyou.jewelpads.com. Once again, naturalpadsforyou.jewelpads.com. And then her email is going to be naturalpadsforyou at gmail.com. And she actually has a number as well. I don't know if she wants me to share it. So if you're interested, please contact me and I will share that information with you as well. Um, another vendor that we have and one of our guest speakers that we're so excited about, her name is actually Millicent. And Millicent's company's name is Alka Living. And she's into a lot of healthy drinks. Um, she also does, I believe, yoga. Looks like she does some kickboxing. So ladies, if you're looking to get fit, and I believe she um, helps men as well, I would contact her. And you can find her on Instagram. And she also has some additional channels. And her IG page is actually Alka Living as well. Um, so yeah, now I do want to do just a couple of more vendor shouts and I also want to let you guys know that if you want me to promote your business on this channel, all you have to do is send me a message to my email, which is allaboutlifeoh at gmail.com. Once again, allaboutlifeoh at gmail.com. It doesn't matter what city, state, country you're in. Just email me. And as long as I want to support your business and I want other people to know about it, I will do it for you free of charge for now. So, yeah, so now on to the exciting part. Let's talk about the Blue Market event. So what is this? So I have partnered with some amazing women. Uh, first one is Kia Webb-Glanton. She is with My Life With Style. Um, you can find her also on all the social media pages. Um, sorry, I'm trying to remember everybody's pages. This is a lot. Um, Kia does anything from crafts to t-shirts to trinkets to keychains. She pretty much... Ask her to do something she can probably create it for you. <laughs> so I'm partnering with her and then also uh, Miss Christina Edgerton as well. Christina has some phenomenal candles. Ladies, men, whoever's out there. If you guys love candles, you really, 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 really want to invest and purchase from Miss Christina. Her company name is Babe by Christina. These candles are so amazing. I have a couple around here. Um, but yeah, check that out. And sorry about that. My cell phone just went off. But yeah, so I'm partnering with them. Uh, the event is actually going to be at 400 West Rich Street, Columbus, Ohio, 43215. This is downtown in the Franklinton Arts District. This is the huge warehouse that you see coming off of Rich. And yeah, we want you all to come out. The event's going to be from 2 p.m. until 7 p.m. Now, I also want to let you guys know a couple of other details. If you plan on getting some gumbo, shrimp and grits, and some of our other NOLA foods that we have available on Saturday, I need you to go ahead and go on Eventbrite. Once you get to Eventbrite, you're simply going to search for Blue Market, and it should bring your event up. 
And this is B-L-U with no E, market, and you should find it. Or if you're good at searching by ticket number or the event number, the event number is actually 17951406037. And if you're sitting there saying, that's too much for me to remember, you can simply send us an IG message to B-L-U market events on Instagram or on Facebook. Once again, that's blue with no E market events, and we will gladly send you the Eventbrite registration. Now, the reason why you want to make sure you go ahead and get this now is because the tickets we have on there for food right now are heavily discounted, and there's only a few discounted. Once you get to the event, these aren't going to be available anymore. You'll have to pay the full price on your food, your desserts, um, as well as the drinks. Uh, now, we do have other various vendors coming that will have some um, sweets, cakes. Uh, I know there's some chocolate dipped strawberries and there's just a few other items. And let me go ahead and share with you some other amazing vendors that we have that will be attending. So we have a lady who does crochet knit hats. And as we know, it's about to get really super cold here in Ohio. So her company name is called Love Not Knits. We have T&B's Baskets. We have Ivory Collins Boutique. We have um, another good friend, Mrs. Vanessa Collins. She's with Love for Teas. I grew up with Vanessa through church and other activities in Chillicothe. And she has some amazing t-shirts and her brand is all about spreading love to people. Uh, so she's going to be there. So excited about that. We have um, Color Street. We have Mary Kay. We have Tea's Sweet Tea. This lady's tea is phenomenal, but if you're anything like me, whether you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, I would make sure I drink some water after I have it, but her tea is so good. And please make sure that you try out the peach tea because it is off the chain. So she's going to be there. We have Chocolate Rose Art. We have uh, Zen Earth Pottery. We have soul solidity we have a few jewelry vendors we have um, some other people who do sweets and there's just a whole list you can actually see this list on facebook right now on instagram we're still adding just a few um, and we'll let you guys know those updates as well and i'm sorry i couldn't name everybody but we're so excited about all the vendors that are going to be there and we hope that you guys are going to come out and bring your families so yeah, so we're gonna have shopping. We're gonna have a few speakers. Like I told you, it's gonna have, we're gonna have the taste of Nola food. Uh, we're just gonna have a good time. We're gonna encourage each other. We're gonna support boss ladies. There's gonna be gentlemen there too as well. There's some art. I forgot to fail to mention that. There's plenty of art throughout the building. So we just want you to come. And for now, this leads me to my topics for today. So today we're going to be talking about to buy or not to buy. So we're going to get into it. We're going to be talking about customer service, product quality, presentation, window shoppers and gabbers, and also event etiquette. Now, I'm probably going to go out of order a little bit. I think I want to start with the event etiquette. So these are just a few tips that I personally have that I want to share with everybody um, being that I have been a vendor as well as a hostess. And although some of these traits are going to be similar, they're different from what perspective you're at. So if you want to take notes, I would go ahead and start taking them now. So 
first suggestion I have when it comes to event etiquette is to research the event as well as the host and location. Don't really need to break that down for you, but I would make sure that you do it. All right, so after you have researched the event and the location, I need you to go ahead and jot down three to four vendors that you're looking to purchase from. So if you're looking to get some makeup for your sister's upcoming birthday, go ahead and write down makeup on your little tablet. If you're looking to buy some apple pie for your grandmother or grandfather, go ahead and jot that down. Say, I need to find a vendor who sells apple pie. And the list goes on and on. Just go ahead and jot down three to four vendors that you are looking to purchase from that day. And if you're saying, I don't have enough money to support three to four vendors. Now, if this is really true, it's okay if you only write down one. Like you're on a mission, you're going to go there and specifically support one of the vendors. Now, I have a lot more to say about that, but I'm going to say that for another episode. Next, after that, you want to ask for business cards and info and repost on your social media. So a really, 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 really cool idea would be once you have made that purchase from the vendor, go ahead and share a story, whether it's about your experience with that uh, vendor or you can talk about the product that you just purchased and share it and make sure that you tag that company name on your social media as well. This way you're helping that company and you're also letting people know that, hey, this is a really cool product and I just want to share it because I love it. After that, provide the vendor with your contact information if they have not already asked for it. Um, if you want to, and I'm not saying give them every little detail about your address and your history, but you could be like, hey, this is my email address. Uh, please keep in contact. Or maybe you have a business card. And so go ahead and share that with them as well. Um, and this is for the vendors. The next one, you want to make sure that you're smiling and greeting every person that you cross. And I guess this goes both ways. And customers, please, please, please. Even if you're not buying from a specific vendor table, please do not give them evil stares. Please do not not respond when they have greeted you. You know, just be like, hey, how are you doing? How was your day? Um, and keep it moving. But you don't have to make the vendor feel like they're crap just because you're not going to purchase from them or you might not like what they offer. Just a little simple customer service. And yes, it does go both ways. So vendors, I need you to make sure that you're being pleasant as well. <laughs> and then lastly, for event etiquette, vendors need to always smile. And like I just said, make, make sure you're greeting every customer. Another recap. Now, on to customer service. So we talked about the greeting. We talked about smiling. Next, we're going to talk about sales and closing. So I'm not going to give you a whole lengthy pitch on how to effectively sell and do all this stuff. There's plenty of videos out there and there's workshops that are also provided that can help you with this. But one tip that I have is just make sure that once you have made a sale, and this is for the vendor once again, with that customer that you don't just taper it off. Like, okay, I just took the money, get out my way, keep it moving. No, build a relationship with that customer, build value. Um, tell them about a future event that you're about to participate in. Just give them something, give them a bite to eat or just something that makes them feel like you really value their time and for investing in your business and taking that time out to shop with you. And same with the closing, you can do the same thing there. 
Next, we're going to talk about product quality. So this is including longevity um, and then also value adds once again. So vendors, please make sure that your products that you are offering these customers work. Please make sure that you're not giving them something that is broken, something that has been torn, uh, something that if it's apple pie, make sure nobody has um, eaten from that piece of pie you're giving them. Just think, think about if I go somewhere, what would I want that product to look like before I purchase it? And make sure that you're going above and beyond to make sure the customer is being served and their needs are being met and exceeded. Presentation, table setup, the display, the product display, the colors and the sizes. Okay, so if you are only selling 10 lip glosses and let's just say you have about 20 with you on hand that you wanna keep out on the table, is it really necessary, think about this for a minute, to have a humongous six foot table and I don't mean to make this funny. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't think I'm really funny, but whatever. But think about it. Would you want to go to a big table and it's got like 20 little products on there? I think not, but to each his own. So my recommendation for the vendor once again is just make sure that your table makes sense. And then vice versa. You don't want to have a small table that has large items. So just think through these things. If you know that you're not good at organizing and making stuff look good as a vendor, I'm one of them. Ask somebody for help or you can YouTube, Google, whatever you have to do to make sure that your presentation looks nice and professional. On to the next one and we're almost done. This is for my customers. For all you fellow window shoppers and gabbers who specifically know ahead of time that you are not going to be purchasing from the vendor. This is what I need you to think about and to consider. We know as a vendor, most of the time we know who's going to buy from us. So we don't need you to come up to our tables and try to, you know, mess the whole table up. If I'm selling t-shirts, you're coming through rustling through them all and holding them up and pretending like you're going to buy from me or just putting your sticky hands all over products and rearranging stuff and doing all that. And then you just simply, okay, this is nice. And you keep walking, like stop wasting people's time. Now you have every right as a customer to shop. I'm not saying you're not allowed to look at a product and examine it, but I'm talking specifically to the ones who know they're being messy just to be a mess and to get on that vendor's nerves. Please spare us all the time. We want to focus on customers that we know we can actually serve and help and that we can, you know, build a relationship with. And it makes it very hard for a vendor to build that type of relationship when you're just coming over to destroy what we have labored and worked hard on behind the scenes to present to you. All right, hope that wasn't too harsh. Next, for you people who want to go try to tell the vendor at the vendor event how they should be running their business. It's not the time or the place. Now, if the vendor says to you personally, hey, could you give me some ideas on how I can improve? That's a whole nother story. So whatever comes out your mouth at that point, it just is what it is. I hope that you're nice when you're giving that constructive feedback and, you know, giving them those words. 
but we don't need you to come over and tell us, okay, well, you need to do this, that, 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 that. And it's the same people who usually do that. You're not even trying to support that vendor business. So I just need you to pause. And if you really feel like you can really share something with those vendors, once again, get their contact information, call them after the event, ask them if you can meet up for coffee, ask them if you can chat with them on Facebook or Instagram or somewhere else online, because you just know that you can maybe give them some tips and tricks, but it's not fair when a vendor has 15 people online and they now have to focus on you because you think it's education time and they're not able to dedicate that time to the other people who are actually going to shop and buy. So just think about these things. Yes, your voice should be heard or should it, but <laughs> just think about timing. Now, on to the next one. Now, so many small business owners are probably about to clap on this one. Whatever the vendor's price is, don't ask for a discount. Don't ask for a two-for-one sale. Don't try to tell them you can go purchase them at this store for $2 and ask them why they're charging you $20. It's tacky. It's just tacky. And most of us, when we go into retail stores, and I know there's some of us who go in the retail store and try to hustle, but for the most part, we usually know that the price is the price. Now, it is totally 100% up to you whether or not you want to pay what the vendor price is, okay? If they're charging you $45 for that slice of pie, you know, I'm with you. I'm not going to pay $45 for a slice of pie. But keep it moving. I'm not going to go up there and tell the apple pie person, you know what? <laughs> you, I'm going to give you $2 and you better give me that pie now. No, I'm just going to say, you know what? That's not for me. I can get apple pie from the store. It's a lot cheaper. But yeah. Stop asking the vendors to give you a deal. And this is another reason why I think it's very tacky of people to do this. A lot of times vendors are already giving deals at vendor events. Now, there's a few of us who are able to, you know, keep the prices the same no matter what. But a lot of times we want to give you guys something discounted because we want to build relationships with new customers and to gain new customers. So we're already have, we've already marked stuff down. And so we've already stretched ourselves. So just keep that in mind. Everybody's not able to give out deals and hustles and all of that. Let's hear what DJ Frost from the Ohio media school has to say about vendor events and customer service and vendors. Um, my whole thing is, no matter where I go, I always keep it in my mind and keep it in everybody's mind that's around me that you're a patron. Right. Meaning, your dollar has a lot of value and you're not supposed to be treated any or talked to any type of way. That's true. And when people don't respect you, I don't care if I just ordered it and you halfway done with it. If I feel that I didn't like that, I'll holler at you. I agree. I just, I can't. I can't spend money in this spot and you disrespected me or I felt you disrespected me or somebody around me. But what do you consider disrespect? Because I know it's different for everybody. Raising your voice at the client or customer. Uh, 
snatching something out the hand because they asked, did you have it in a bigger size or in a smaller size or a different color? Uh, it, it's just so many ways of disrespect. Yeah, and for me, it's when somebody doesn't properly greet you. Right. Or they just have an attitude and they're taking their situation out on you. Well, then you maybe you might need to clock out and take you and your attitude where the attitude came from. Now it's time to hear what some of our guest hosts of the show today have to say about vendor events. And the question of the day is, what are three reasons you want to purchase from a vendor at an event? So let's hear what they have to say. I want to purchase from a vendor at an event like this because I think uh, just checking out new businesses, uh, seeing the opportunities that are out there, out there, and to watch entrepreneurship in this full uh, array of business people and how they interact with society. Three reasons I want to purchase from a One, personality. Two, price. And three, product. But I thank you all for your time. I hope you have learned something. Uh, just as a brief recap, once again, we talked about event etiquette. We talked about customer service. And yes, I know that goes both ways from the vendor side. Vendors can't be rude and nasty and then expect the customer not to return the same. So yes, vendors, we need to be in check as well. Be professional, be polite, be understanding, be patient. That's a really big one. Communicate clearly what your products are, what the prices are, uh, how the person can get a hold of you, all that. Um, we talked about product quality. We talked about the presentation of our vendor tables and our products. And we talked about the window shoppers and the gabbers who don't need to waste time. All right. Well, I hope you all have learned something once again. I hope to see you all at the Blue Market event on this Saturday, once again at 400 West Rich Street. Oh, that's a tongue twister. 400 West rich street downtown columbus 43215 i hope to see you there and i hope that you all will go follow us on facebook at blue once again blu market events and on instagram under the same tag i hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and take it easy